Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got the next chapter in our kids and bikes adventure. But as usual, business first. Just got one bit of business. I was super, super excited because I managed to get uh, the exit advent calendar for December. Very exciting. I know. They were there was t- sold out all online, but I managed to find one so physically what? in the shop. So what like is it a little box with a, a puzzle in each day yeah so is it, or is it one big story it's every w- day it's one big story oh and each day is like the next puzzle to help you escape whatever you're in and so the idea I think each little window opens up into a little room that you can like look into oh my god that sounds quite complicated if there's like it's quite a big box though 24 of them yes but so what I was thinking is that uh, we could record a little segment each day and then edit them all together for after Christmas I mean episode after Christmas and you can listen to our journey uh, through the mystery of the ice cave. Exciting. Yes, I've been looking forward to that ever since I saw it advertised like months ago. Is it the first year they've done it? I don't know. It's the first year I've seen mm. one. It's a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Well done, Inca and Marcus Brand. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's it. So, oh, right. I've got nothing else to talk about. Nothing else has happened, does it? No. no. We just played Monopoly. We did just play Monopoly Gamer. Gamer. You lost horrifically. Yeah. It was weird because when we played for the actual podcast, you ended up with all the money. You were yeah. swimming in coins but today i was swimming in coins no. so how the tables have turned anyway cool so without any further ado here is kids on bikes chapter 19 it's the penultimate chapter <laughs> fugitives <laughs> of bluesburg enjoy bye bye are you are sitting you comfortably, comfortably? Then, I'll then i'll begin previously on kids on bikes Right, so, the superstitious leader of Eclipse is coming to town to oversee this evil plan, right? All we have to do is make him think that Fairyland is warning him off. We reverse Scooby-Doo him. The way I see it, we need to know where the Mayorif is going to take him, and also what mythical spooky creatures we can fake to scare the crap out of him. I've got a net in my bag. Someone could maybe be a mermaid, maybe. What about the Bigfoot rumours? Obviously, we know that was Pamela Weston, but he might not know that. Oh, we could, uh... Uh, maybe just, you know, reduce her supply of dribbleweed for a bit. Yeah, maybe put like a mask on her and just let her go. I'll be the mermaid. <laughs> Sean's in charge of Pamela. If you get me Scarlet Mayo's what? fairy coat, I'll help you. Look, what do you want? Um, well, actually, I was quite hoping to have your fur coat. Why? Do you have any idea how much that cost? I think you should give it to me as a token of our brief time together. My mum thinks that we're engaged. <laughs> She's planning up a party. Look, all right, I'm sorry you got caught up in part of this stupid plan. If I just give you the damn fur coat, will you go and tell your stupid mom that we're not getting married? Jeez, kid, you actually did it? I always keep my side of the bargain. Fine. What is it you want me to do? Did you find out the route? So she hadn't planned it yet. I circled all the places we wanted to go, like the forest, the lake, the uh, the burnt out shell in the sheriff's station. Um. Well, I've got a gun, so... Uh... <laughs> You better tell me some information, otherwise you might be dead. You successfully shoot the the tire of the of the truck. Uh, the whole thing sort of like tilts, and and Jeff falls out onto the ground. Jesus, guy! In fact, why don't you all just take the rest of the day off so this area is clear for the rest of the day, or the gun might go off again. Maybe we should give it another chance. Would you like that? We could get back together, and we could we could just leave this place. If this Eclipse Company are turning it into a gold mine, then isn't it better to? Leave? Leave? No, it's better to stop them. But how are you going to do that? You're just one man, Jerry. That was always your problem, trying to fix everything. You're just one man. We've, you know, somehow kind of uh, thought everything else that's kind of cropped up trying to break apart the town. We'll do it again. Just know, Eclipse are done playing nice, Jerry. They won't let you stop them this time. As you are going along your way, something catches your eye pinned to one of the telegraph poles. You cannot believe your eyes how could this have happened (gasps) wanted Wanted by Bluesburg Police Department, Jerry Borman, Tyler Floorquest, Sean Pellin, Janice Hooper, Trent Blackwell, and Sam Montgomery. What are your what are your initial thoughts upon seeing this poster? Well, they did not catch my good side. I have no idea how I'm gonna explain this to my parents. (laughs) There's a conspiracy. That's for sure. I'm glad I've got my flask and sandwiches. 
Um, well, whilst you are sort of standing in shock, uh, Sam Montgomery pulls up in his truck. Get in! I heard about this on my police radio. If they catch us, they'll arrest us. Where, where, where to? Where should we go? Is the bunker place known? Is that the best place? Like... Yeah, probably. So, I mean, what was the planning and what was the three stages of we were gonna... Mermaid, Bigfoot. Sure. And the burial ground. Go down at the burial ground. Okay. Well, okay. So we all need to go to the bunker to release Bigfoot. Well, if they're not going to know about that or find us, that's a good place to hide out. We've got a Bigfoot to defend us. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to we're going to the bunker um, underneath the brewery. Yeah. Yeah. You jump in. You jump into Sam's truck, uh, and he takes you. Can I drive? Um. <laughs> No, I don't think you've got your license, have you? And the last time, didn't you crash a truck into someone's wall? I, I maintain I, I didn't do that. <laughs> As you are driving towards the secret bunker, you happen to pass Trent Blackwell's house, where you see him being yanked out by police officers and bundled into the back of a police uh, cruiser. Looks like they've got him. But uh, there you go, you make your way to the secret bunker. We're not gonna like try and rescue him or something. Well, he's dead to us. <laughs> there's, I mean, he's literally being <laughs> if arrested. I get taken, I want to be rescued. What are you gonna do? Uh, fight off the police? <laughs> no, but if, if I get arrested, then I definitely want you to ninja into the police station. Break <laughs> me out. Dumble into the police station and sort of half-heartedly tackle people and fall over. True Sean style. Well, you get to... You get to the bunker uh, and Daniel Berry meets you at the gates. Well, hi guys, what's going on? I have no time to explain. We need to get into the bunker and uh, hide out. Is trouble brewing, Jerry? Yeah, seems like it. Uh, sheriff's got everyone, uh, he's got the whole force out looking for us. Okay, quick, you better come in. Uh, he lets you in and you are, you know, making your way down to the bunker. In there, you know, Pamela Weston's down there, just just chilling out like she usually does. Uh, I don't remember. Obviously, you've got the the passageway. There's the living area, the bedroom area, the bathroom area, and the kitchen area. And the other passageway towards the old brewery is blocked by the um, concrete that was poured down there. Pamela looks up, sort of narrowing her eyes. Oh, what brings the whole gang here? Um... They're on to us. What do you mean? Did they follow you here? Is it Eclipse? There's Maybe. some. Yeah, possibly. They're after us. Whoever it is, they've got the police after us, so even, you know, that's quite a serious thing. <laughs> shortly shortly after you, you get down there, uh, you hear police sirens outside. Daniel Berry rushes out to, uh, uh, you know, don't worry guys, I'll try and keep them away. He he, he goes off up there. What's what's the mood like in the, in the bunker underground? Mm, yeah, I think we need to sort of barricade the door. Is there another way out? Other than that tunnel. No. How am I think... could start digging like a mole? Yeah. <laughs> um, if I wanted to escape, don't you think I would have tried that already? Stupid boy. Maybe we should keep moving through the you passage. You can't talk to me like that. I'm engaged to the mayor's wife. Oh yeah, I remember seeing the announcement in the newspaper. Dumbass. Mm. I guess we should get ready in case they do somehow come down here. Have we got what? What is in this room? Can we like pack loads of stuff or stuff we might need? There's there's basic kitchen supplies. Um, you could do a. Do I need all these wigs? Have we used the wigs or that's for later, isn't it? So we do need a bag of wigs, okay? Someone hold the bag of wigs. They are really important. I'll get food supplies in my rucksack. Uh, matches. Um... I'll just try this wig on. I haven't made my mermaid. <laughs> um, I tell you what, can, can each of you do a brains check, please? If you are successful, then you are allowed to find one useful item in the bunker. Oh, uh, six out of 12. What do you find? I find um, some glass bottles. Janice. Yeah, mate. What do you find? I find some kerosene. 
Tyler. Eight. What do you find? What's useful? Only because I know how these things go. I'm going to say gaffer tape. And Sean, <laughs> what do you find? Um, sandwiches have worked quite well for us in the past. What fla- um, what, what's in your break. What's in your sandwiches? Um, cheese and pickle. Sting if you got and it in your eye. We've got meat Sting. paste it's as well. Messy. You're, you know, you're waiting anxiously with bated breath, straining your ears to see if you can make out the sound, you know, hear what's going on. You can hear vague, like, footsteps up above, but nothing concrete. However, whilst you're waiting, suddenly you hear a noise that sounds a little bit like this. You turn to look to the corner where Pamela Weston appears to be running out of dribbleweed. She's getting louder and louder. If you don't do something, she's probably going to attract the attention of some police types. Have we got any more dribbleweed? Has anyone got any? Um, it wasn't on the list of useful items that you all just searched for, so no. No dribbleweed. You've got some bottles, some kerosene, some gaffer tape, and <laughs> some sandwich too. It's just hungry. Um, I think um, she probably is hungry. Uh, test your grit to see if you can ram a sandwich into her mouth. Nice. Oh, you stuff a cheese and pickle sandwich into Pamela Weston's mouth. It's enough to shut her up for a moment whilst you think of a solution. But obviously, you know, she's going to nosh through that quite quickly. So, you know, she is chomping down on some some um, cheese and pickle sandwich. You've got maybe maybe a minute to come up with a plan before she starts again. again. Gaffer tape her up while she's distracted and put some tape over her mouth. Yeah, it might buy us enough time for the, the police to go on their way and us to escape. Mm-hmm. Or we let her out into the path of the police, hope mm. that she wins, and then run away. I don't know. <laughs> She'll be let loose. Obviously, we won't have her for the plan, but. Yes. Also, that they know her because she's one of them. Well, she was one of them. If she's in Bigfoot mode, though. Quickly, put a wig on. Just put the fur coat on her and a wig, and she'll look like Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, let's gaffer tape that wig on her. Um... Well, at this at this moment, she finishes eating her cheese and pickle sandwich. Quickie. She starts flailing about. It's going to be more grit to see whether you can, you know, wrestle her enough. I'll give it a go. To tape. So what are you doing trying to tape a wig on her? Tape a wig on her, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure we had a vote on this plan. Nine. Oh. Well, describe describe the wig taping. Uh, Well, I put it on her head and then just wrap it, <laughs> like, round as much as possible and then just cover up the tape with you know bits of hair um she looks completely different okay pamela weston now has a wig on what kind of wig describe like what is the wig um it's like blonde curly like big so <laughs> like... You, your standard bigfoot then you know, your, your classic stereotypical bigfoot bigfoot who's just been to the hairdresser <laughs> um okay she's got a wig on she's stunned at first by this new development but her her brain is deteriorating quickly <laughs> That's going to be more grit. Okay. Um, if I help, will that help if we both do it together? Uh, you can add your grits together, yeah? <laughs> I've just got a two. I've got a one. <laughs> we can't even work out which way up. Um, as you're like, you're, you're moving towards her with the coat sort of held out, but in her flail, she like, rate, and she rips it down the middle. It's not quite in two, but it's tat, you know, she's, she has rent it asunder. Okay, well, let's just tape it round her. I'll let, uh, I give that a go? Uh, if you want more grit, she's flailing, she's... Six. Uh, six. Uh, okay, right. You managed to hastily tape the coat to it, but you know it's a messy job. The tape is is fairly visible. So, I think we can get away with it. So, um, Pamela, the, the Bigfoot Pamela Weston <laughs> is eyeing you. Um, you know, she's not particularly inclined to run out the door. She's uh, she's eyeing the nearest meat. <laughs> um, um, can you each just roll a d6, please? No. Jerry? Six. A one for Janice. Three. Six. Janice, Pamela Weston's attention is fixed solely on you. For some reason, I don't know whether she smells a rival, a rival Bigfoot in the territory. Um, she, you know, she fixes you with her glazed dribbler eyes and starts to sort of, you know, pad menacingly in your direction. I'm going to 
back slowly towards the door, the door that leads upstairs, while pulling out the bits for my mermaid costume. Sort of, there's some sequiny fabric that I'm going to try and sort of distract her with. See so if she runs towards that, go for that rather than me, and then run past me. Okay, is the door open or closed? I'm opening it as I back into it. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be grit again to see whether you can dodge out the way in time. Pamela Weston, you know, she does that typical. She's pouring the ground. She's ready to charge. Five out of six. Oh yeah, it's a set. Okay, describe. Pamela Weston charges at you. Bella, a bullfighter. I'm sort of waving the shiny bit of fabric, so she's more fixated on that than me, and sort of flicking it so that it goes out into the doorway. She runs into the fabric and grabs it, but the momentum just sort of carries her on up the stairs, and we hear her crashing into the back of the bookshelf. What in tarnation? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you hear various sort of crashing noises, some shouts, and footsteps sort of disappearing uh, away there. Moments later, Daniel Berry <laughs> returns. <laughs> um, what in the hell happened down here? Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Pamela sort of uh, reverted to Hulk, Hulk mode, uh, dribble mode. Um, and uh, yeah, we would have all been eaten alive if we'd uh, stayed in there with her. We had to let her out. We hoped that she'd distract the police and that they'd deal with her. I take it they've gone? Uh, well, they this giant furry creature just came barreling out of here and they all just chased it. Mm. Good, and you're okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> they they were going to search the whole brewery. It's probably um, you know, although they did see her appear out from behind the bookcase. So this place is probably compromised now. I reckon you you're, you're going to have to move on otherwise um, you know, when they're done chasing Pamela Weston around, they'll probably come back here. How are you going to explain it to them? Well, there was that. Do you remember that whole time when Lucy in the Blue was missing for like 10 years? I can just be like, yeah, he was down here. Sure. Where are we going, though? I know yeah. about it, don't I? It's not very homely yet. Um, Sam Montgomery intercedes here. He's like, um, but that's where they found Wesley Harper's body, so they'll be all over that. Can we head down to the river? Why? <laughs> what about Hortensia's house, where he just stayed. What about the somewhere in the woods, like the ranger's tower? Yes. Is the ranger still around? The ranger might. Uh... We got to hide out for two days. Hmm. Okay, yeah, because it's on a it's a good viewpoint as well. You're gonna go to the Rangers Tower. We'll head that way. You uh, troop out of the underground bunker and get back into Sam's truck, heading towards the Rangers Tower. Who's driving? Sam. All right. Right, not Sean. That's <laughs> that's for sure. No, not if there's a poor injured bird on the side of the road. You get to the Rangers Tower. Uh, as predicted, it's it's empty. Obviously, Ranger Moore is not there. Um, it's locked, though. Unfo I mean, you know, it's basically it's a shed on stilts, isn't it? Um, but you know, how you, how are you going to get in? Can you can you get into this shed on stilts? Got any rope? Uh, Sean famously <laughs> did not find rope. <laughs> he did find a sandwich though, so <laughs> it's just wood. Um, it's just wooden, is it? Just wooden thing. It's just a wooden. It's just a simple, you know, it's a simple door lock. I'm skilled at climbing. Is he going to climb through the keyhole? I'm going to climb up. Sorry, no. Climb up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's, a, you know, a ranger's tower. Yeah. So once you've climbed up, you've still got to get into the little house. Yeah, I can climb house. up and break in. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying you've all climbed up. You can all get up the ladder. Oh, sorry. Okay. Can you get into the house at the top? Mm. I have a pen knife in my bag. Ah. I reckon I could pick the lock. Yeah, let's yeah, let's try and pick the lock then, if you can. Can you pick locks? I'm very skilled at lock picking. Um, <laughs> test your brains, please. That is a lovely two. Um, you you stick the knife in the keyhole and I'm just jabbing the knife in. <laughs> wiggle it about a bit, but but nothing seems to happen. If it's an American lock, you can just do it with a credit card. Have you got a so credit card? I've got a notebook and pen. Um, I can Janice use... has a library card. Um, okay, Janice, if you're going to use your library card, uh, test your grit, please. Five. 
Oh, okay. Would you believe, literally, Janice barely wafts the library card in front of the door and it just clicks open? <laughs> you are in the uh, shed bit at the top of the ranger's tower. Um, you know, it's a square, boxy room. There's windows on all sides. Um, you know, there's a seat. There's lots of maps and, you know, park ranger stuff there. So all five of you are in the Ranger's Tower. What's the plan? What are you going to do? Well, we've got a day a day to sort of hide out, haven't we? And make Janice's costume. Yeah, there's lots of sewing to be done. We've got to, we've got to track down Pamela, right? I mean, she was quite a big part of um, spooking Mr. Zakharov. Is she out in the wild? As such now can we she see can we see her from this station are there any binoculars to sort of any what binoculars <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are some around. Um, you don't even have to roll for that. I, th that's a fairly obvious thing to be in the ranger's tower. So you find the binoculars. Well, someone should keep a lookout for, you know, police and other things. Should take your turns to do watch. Like yeah. Do in all the movies. Jerry, what happened to the hunting rifle? Who's got that? Have you still got that? Has Sam got that? Have I got that? <laughs> Who's got the hunting rifle? Maybe he's still in his truck. Hey Sam, you still got that gun in your truck? Um, give me a sec. I'll climb down and check. Yeah, I got it. Okay, well, we got this rifle. We need to, like, camouflage his truck or something like that. Oh, yeah, nothing Nothing says someone's in here like a truck parked outside. <laughs> the Rangers Tower is kind of like the, the train station end of town. You could just go leave it near the train station and walk back. So they think he's... So then they'll think we left town. That's Can't we um, cover it in bushes and twigs and branches and things? That's the easier option. It might get found. That's the problem. Sounds like we should vote, team. I'm not going to vote, though, because I'm an NPC. Um, okay, all in favour of train station plan, say aye. Um, okay, well, I'll get... Yeah, I don't know how far away it is. Well, that would take us still a while to run it. Mm. We were pursued by the police. Yeah, maybe camouflaged. Okay, well, I'll go, I'll tell you what, I'll go and drive the truck, you know, like into, into the bushes a bit, mm. and then we'll tear some greenery off and cover the thing up, and, but if we remember where we put it, if we need to make a hasty getaway, we can do that. Does anyone want to come help me with that? No, Sean, you can do it. Okay, uh, Sean, let's go. And uh, so, <laughs> Sean and Sam climb back down the ladder, and you hear the sound of the truck sort of driving off into the, uh, wilderness, I suppose. So... Jerry, Janice, and Tyler, you are—you're in the tower. What's what you're gonna do? I'll, I'll keep watch. Cool, thanks, Tyler. But we can't like light any lights or anything. We can't see—you know—people see from where we are. So while it's still light, I'm going to make my mermaid costume with what's left of it <laughs> that I didn't use to lure Pamela Weston out of the one. Jerry, what are you gonna do? <laughs> this bag of wigs uh, needs tidying up. You wanna just sort them out. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that they're, <laughs> we've been carrying this around really with us. Kind of person. Uh, is there a radio in the tower? Um, there is a radio in the tower. Okay, I'm gonna uh, listen to the radio, keep an eye on the, uh, you know, police bands, see if we get any hot tips. Okay. Uh, so, Sean, for some reason, Deputy Montgomery defers to you. So, uh, you know, how far how far should we drive, Sean? Um, so, I'm going to presume that the ranger station is on some kind of, like, beacon track. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of easy to drive. I think we should go, I don't know, 50 metres back from the track. Okay. So see to run, um, and then just drive straight onto the track and out. Probably... So if people are driving towards the ranger station, we want to be able to run around them, get in the truck and drive while they're still. Okay, so you, you drive a little bit off and you, you pull into a thicket um, and I guess, what, just start like tearing branches down and, you know, piling them up over the truck? Yes. Wow. Whilst you're... I am very skilled at camouflage. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I... Turned around a few times there, Sean. I didn't even. I couldn't even see you. So, <laughs> <laughs> whilst whilst you're um, piling up the you know the twigs and stuff, you hear a faint you know rum. You, know, you look at the glasses of water on the dashboard of the truck, uh, and there are some ripples going on. Before you hear a <laughs> Jesus, what's that? Shit, we better hide. 
cut back to the tower. Tyler, you're on lookout. Can you? What can you see? Oh my god, it's Pamela Wester. She's coming nearby. I should have warned everybody. Are you saying that out loud? Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? I think she's down there. She's heading towards the the jeep. Oh god, did uh, Sam actually bring that gun up, or did he just tell us? That He's got the gun. <laughs> Okay, right, well... Yeah, maybe we should have taken that with us. Okay, I'm going to try and... Hang on, do I want to shoot? I'll go for it, sure. What, um... No, I was just going to ask, do you think she can climb? Has she got the wit? She did manage to break into Jerry's shack and find the ranger in his cellar. I, I know what we can do. I'll throw this meat paste sandwich out the window to distract her, and as she heads for that, you can shoot her. Okay, well, we don't want to shoot her if we don't have to, right? Well, wound her. To get her leg or something. It's a tranquilizer gun, isn't it? Oh. We could. Oh, yeah, no, it, uh... Then we have her for our plan, though. That's convenient. Yeah, yeah, then we've got her back. We can put that wig on properly. Priorities. Obviously, as a miner, I've never handled a gun, but those look a lot like darts rather than bullets. Oh, yeah, it's really dark up here. We can't really see. Um, right, so is th that is your plan. You're going to just throw a meat paste sandwich? <laughs> well, it was just an idea. Everyone else came up with a better one. Can just shoot her. Well, I was trying to get away from the others. She's heading towards them. Yeah, fair enough. Just sort of get her out in the open a bit more. Would you, if you were a dribble monster, would you uh, <laughs> go, <laughs> rather go for a meat sandwich or Sean Pellet? <laughs> With, you know, let's say the high school's meat sandwich, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not here for this discussion. <laughs> well, we just need to shoot her. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we, could try, we could save the sandwich and try, and if you miss, we could try and load her with the sandwich, because we've got to eat in the next however many days. That's true, actually. Yeah. I've already eaten a sandwich in this whole discussion. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to shoot her. What do I need to roll to shoot her? Um, it's probably going to be grit again. We're very, It's very grit-heavy, this episode. Six out of ten. Um, you, you fire the dart flies towards Pamela Weston. It jabs into her, but she pulls the dart out and does like a slow motion crushes the dart. So she's been she's been hit, but she's she's carrying on moving towards the uh, towards the car and Sean and Sam. Sean and Sam, over to you. Well, Sean, not Sam. Over to you. Um, you you hear you know Pamela Weston getting closer. What are you gonna do? Well. You can see nearby bushes are like moving as if something is, you know, coming through them. Um, I'm gonna look around for like a rock or something. Uh, test. Find one. Test your brains. Who? The ground is perfectly smooth, rockless. Well, I'm gonna take one of the branches, one of the twigs we were using, and I'm gonna throw that so that it clatters far away. Being a basketball player, I've got a really strong arm. Okay, test your uh, brawn. You throw the stick into the side of Sam's head. Jesus, Sean, what the hell are you doing? Ah, oh, that really hurt. A trickle of blood runs down Sam's temple, and then the the, the bushes part, and you duck you duck down behind the jeep. And Pamela Weston's there. She can smell the blood. She's like. <laughs> Cut back to the tower. Um, can I grab the gun? Can I grab the gun and give it a go? Yeah, here you go. Um, grit, go for it. Two. Sorry. <laughs> you go, you you go to fire, but the safety is on. <laughs> okay, I'm giving the gun back now. <laughs> I'm gonna try and distract Pamela because for some reason I still have my school books in my rucksack, and I'm just gonna chuck a huge pile of them straight down the ladder to make a loud noise and try and distract her and bring her closer range. Okay. I don't think it requires a skill check just to drop some books down a ladder. So, thud, thud. Uh, back in the clear, you know, back at the jeep, Pamela Weston hears the thud of the mighty tomes hitting the ground. She sort of, <laughs> she looks she looks over her shoulder. She's, she's wondering, you know, might this be a juicier prey to go after? Uh, I use this moment of hesitation to uh, line up another shot. Okay. Making sure it is loaded and the safety is off. <laughs> Grit. Again, six out of ten. Oh, you, you you hit her again, but because of all the extra, like, fur coat and wiggery, you know, it sort of gets snagged. She's taken another sort of miniature dose. She's gonna conk out soon. I'm, I have remembered that I'm feeling very protective of my good buddy Sean, so I'm going to grab the gun and try and hit her with it and shoot it. Okay, have a go. Eight. 
Oh, but okay, this is, well, describe it. Apparently she's a bit sluggish. She's had two sort of mini shots. She's plodding towards the books. She hears the click as I load the rifle. She looks up. I look down the barrel, straight down, pow, between the eyes. Ooh, a dart in the face. <laughs> um, well, she's naturally a bit surprised by this. She stumbles back and she slumps to the ground. But you hear a shout. Hey guys, did you hear that? It sounded like a gunshot coming from the ranger's tower. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. As you're watching, you know, torch lights spring on around, you know, in the in the wilderness, starting moving towards the tower. You've attracted the attention of the police. Right, we better get down and get into the Jeep. Yeah, we need to bail. Grab everything, grab that bag of wigs. Let's go. Grab that mermaid costume. Do we grab... Uh, the radio. Uh, Pamela, we're going to haul her into the truck. She's tranquilised now. Yeah, we need her. Put her in the boot. Um, okay, who is on Pamela carrying duty? Well, if you tell me that's the plan, I can help. But I'm down by the truck at the moment. Yeah. But we're going down towards you now. Arms and feet. I'm just having to mind going down yeah. the ladder. Get to the bottom. Uh, I'll run over to where the carriage. Sean, Sam, why are you bleeding? Oh, God, what happened? <laughs> uh... Uh, don't worry, Sean, I'll cover for you. Pamela Weston, scratch me, the bitch! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Sean, give us a hand. We need to uh, get Pamela in the in the back of the truck and then we need to get out of here. The police are on to us. I'll, I'll start the car. Sam it's climbs into the Jeep. Yeah. Well, first he like pulls all the twigs and shit off it. Um, cool, right. I'll, I'll grab her head. I'll grab her feet. Grab her... <laughs> Grab her wig. <laughs> Grab her. Be careful of the wig. <laughs> um, Tyler, what are you doing while these guys are carrying Pamela Weston? I'm getting all the bags and the other equipment and stuff in the car. Okay, right. In that case, Tyler, can you test your flight, please? Four. Ooh. As you are running towards the Jeep, you drop one bag. Which bag do, of all your? Which bag do you sacrifice? No. Well, we need. Do we need? Well, do we need my backpack with my camera, notebook, pen, sandwiches, and flask? Or the bag of wigs? Don't you have like an Indian headdress and all that as well? well that's <laughs> in the bag of wigs. Okay, costume, the costume bag. bag. Did you have anything incriminating in your notebook? No, it was a brand like new step one. Step plan or something. No. Gun in there. Oh, well, I have my guns on on my jacket with me. Keep the gun. Oh, okay. I'll lose the sandwiches, flask, and notebook, and my Polaroid. Okay, I will act. I act drop my rucksack then. There you go. You and the wigs make it safely to the Jeep. Uh, now, people... This plan better work. <laughs> people carrying Pamela Weston, it's going to be a grit check, please. Nine out of ten. Jerry, you have a good solid grip on her general area. Janice? One out of six. Uh, what were you carrying? Her head? Her feet. You're her feet. Unfortunate. Well, Sean, let's see. What was your grit? Five out of ten. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Sean is uh, starting to wobble a bit, but Janice crumbles like a piece of wet lettuce and drops Pamela's feet. She she struggles, but Je you know Jerry is holding the fort, dragging Pamela by the boob just along the floor. <laughs> you make it to the car. So uh, Jerry and then Sean make it successfully to the car, but Janice, just as you are about to you know regain your composure after dropping Pamela's feet. The police burst out of the bushes and grab you. You're coming you're coming with us, young lady. They start to muscle you towards their police car as the others drive off into the sunset. Shit, we left her. You'll never take me alive, copper! Guys, well A, how do you feel about having to leave Janice behind? And B, where are you gonna go now? Weren't there more of us a minute ago? <laughs> Wait, where's where's that little one? I thought she was here, but it's just this mermaid costume. <laughs> It's just this wig. Sean's <laughs> <laughs> now in a, a dilemma because he's the only one who actually saw her get arrested. <laughs> but, you know, he doesn't want to admit to doing nothing. I'll say she was taken and uh, by the police. There was nothing I could do. Well, it's too late now. We've got to keep moving. Where, where to now? Oh, well... Might have it surveilled, or they're going to be looking out for us. If you're, if you're wanted by the police, yeah, they're going to be all our houses. I mean, I can't go back to my house. They're going to know. They're going to be watching us. Yeah. What tent's his house then? Or the rusty keg? Oh, it might be empty actually, because it's up for sale. Oh, it's up for sale, isn't it? Yeah, we could sort of swing by that way. 
Okay, you guys pull up to the rusty keg. Well, can we sort of pull up at the back of it? Yeah. No, they're not on the main road. Um, you get there and obviously Rusty, Rusty is there. He's just, you know, packing up bits and bobs. Oh, you're right there, guys. Oh, obviously you're closed. Um, we're closed now. You know about me selling the rusty keg and moving away, right? Yeah, well, what are you doing here? Mm. Uh, now about us being wanted criminals. Um, can you, uh, you know, do us a favour? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll do that for the crack. What do you need? We need some to hide out for a little bit. Sure. Do you know what? What the heck? Go for it. You can hide out in there. I've cleared out all the all the whiskey bottles and stuff, so there's nothing fun in there for you to drink. Oh, thanks. Um, thanks, Rusty. Rusty. Yeah, and don't you forget <laughs> it. Um, Rusty obviously lets you into the Rusty keg as he takes his last box of, you know, personal belongings and loads them into his car and drives off. Janice, you are taken to the sheriff's station where you are escorted through the bullpen and into the cells, which are cold and bare. Trent Blackwell is already sitting in the cell, looking thoroughly miserable. You know, nobody tells you anything. They just they just shove you in. They just shove you into the cell. Wait here, grunts one of the coppers. Oh, I see they got you too, Janice. Alright, I bet one of them wasn't that much fun for them. Well, looks like we're stuck here. Did the others get away? I think so. I don't know where they're going though. I wouldn't hold your breath for a rescue either. Why not? Is Sean in charge? Well, <laughs> eventually the Mayorif comes along. You lot are bound to be up to something and I'm gonna find out what. You are hauled out for interrogation. In the interrogation room, you know, obviously it's a, it's your standard. You've got your one-way mirror, two-way mirror, whatever the way, how many ways it is that you can look through a two-way mirror. Um, you know, there's a little table, there's a little chair for you and a chair opposite. Officer McKenzie is in there looking menacing. Uh, she sits you down in the chair and the mayoriff starts pacing around. Right, what are you planning? Test your grit, Janice. Three. You managed to convince him that there is no plan. Go, you know, right, what are you planning? Well, it's Melissa's birthday in a couple of weeks, so we were gonna do this big party. Like, we were gonna hire a karaoke machine, so we were saving up loads of money. Um, I was gonna sell some of my old cassettes that I don't really like anymore. <sighs> Yeah, Sandy was gonna do all of our hair, and it was gonna be amazing. <laughs> enough of this, enough of this boring shit. It's gonna be like four layers, and, and we were all gonna club together, and we were gonna get her that new David Bowie CD and a poster, because she loves him so much. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Enough! Enough! The mayor slams his hand on the desk. All right, where are the others then? Test your grit again. Five. You keep your mouth shut this time. Uh, Mayorif Blunt looks at Mackenzie. She's she's obviously not gonna talk. Hit her. Mackenzie looked. Mackenzie looks stunned. I I I can't hit a minor, sir. You do it or so help me God, Mackenzie. You'll lose your job. I I'm not gonna do it, sir. The Mayorif glares at Mackenzie, and then I'm afraid Janice. He backhands you across the face. Uh, and then they take you back to the cell where you are dumped with Trent Blackwell. Jesus, Janice, are you okay? Did you tell them anything? I made up something about a birthday party. I think I got him very bored very quickly. And I think Mackenzie's not as bad as we think. Your cheek's all red. What happened? He hit me. That son of a bitch. Mackenzie wouldn't though. I think I think maybe we could maybe get some sympathy from her. I don't think she's in Eclipse's pocket. Hmm. We'll have to wait and see what happens. In the meantime, do you want to make out? Oh. Okay, just, you know, it was a last night on Earth scenario. Jeez, Janice, you don't have to, you know, don't have to be mean about it. I've heard what you guys say in the locker room about me. Oh yeah? <laughs> what, what do we say in the locker room about you? Mean things! <laughs> Everyone else, as I said, you're safely ensconced in the rusty keg. Whilst you're waiting, you hear a crackle over the radio that you definitely brought with you from the ranger's tower. Um, Jerry and everyone else, are you there? Over. It's, so I mean, it sounds like Father Treacle. It does sound like Father Treacle. <laughs> um, I was going to suggest we go to him. I'm so glad we didn't. <laughs> if, if you can hear me, Jerry, come to the church. Bring everyone to the church. I can help you. Over. Oh, he's contacting us. I thought he was contacting the police. If I was contacting the police, Sean, I would have said, hello, police, not hello, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you really are, you really are thick, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I've always heard you've got the trickle. 
I mean, I'll I'll have to say a Hail Mary for this, but you are fucking dumb. Look, you are now only my second favourite priest. Doesn't seem like we have many allies at the moment, but, uh, you know, one more might be uh, might be what we need. So head over to the church. He's the other side of town, though. What are we thinking? Sam, what do you reckon? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we could. We've got every reason to trust him, but how... He's, he's just sending out a random radio message to in the hopes that we'd hear it? We definitely shouldn't all go. I'm not going to go because I told you. Put a wig on and, and go. What do you think, Tyler? You're being awfully quiet. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'll stay here with the kid. Uh, well, if somebody, say if somebody goes in, somebody watches back and someone watches the front to see yeah, if um, the police come in or... Okay, I'll, I'll go because he call, called me by name. Uh, Tyler, you go, but make sure you don't get seen so he just thinks there's one of us. Um, and and you kind of keep lookout. Uh, we'll put wigs on so we don't necessarily look like ourselves. Okay, so are you are you all going? <laughs> no, so Sam and Sean are staying in the investigate, right? Okay, yeah, I'll I'll stay here. Well, I don't mind going in lookout, but I'm not talking to Father Chief now because I'm strong. Okay, let's let's leave Sean. Okay, it's all right. Hey, Sean, um, you can help me um alphabetize this litter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a really important job. Didn't you hear Rusty um, ask us to sort it out for him before he left? Do you think he left us any sandwiches? It's worth a look. We could we could have a sandwich hunt. Would that be good? Yeah. Janice, you and Trent are just sitting about in the cells when Officer Mackenzie sort of sneaks up furtively. Janice, are you okay? I guess so. What's all that about? I don't know. I'm thinking the Mayorif isn't as good as I thought he was. Look, I don't expect you to tell me what you're up to, and I don't expect you to trust me, but how can I help? You can let me out. I, no, I can't do that, realistically. The Mayorif will know. Is there, I mean, at the very least, I could maybe get you into the morgue. Yeah, that could be fun. Let's <laughs> do that. <laughs> Trent starts sort of raising his eyebrow, you know, he's he, Trent wants to tell you something, but he's not going to do it while Mackenzie is there. I tell you what. I'll pop back, uh, you know, on my next rounds in about half an hour. You make up your mind, but I'm really sorry that the mayor have hit you, Janice. You should report him to somebody. Oh, but he's the sheriff and the mayor. That's why we call him the mayoriff. Who do I report him to? The head police people for the county? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll wait until I've got a chance. As I said, on my next rounds in about half an hour, I'll come check up on you again. She, she stalks off and Trent's like, Hey, if we're stuck here, we can't do, you know, we're out of the plan. But if this Zakharov dude is coming to the police station, maybe we could use something in the morgue to scare him instead. What, like a body? Maybe. Or didn't they bring the Indian bones here? You're right, Trent, they did. So just because we can't do whatever you were going to do, the mermaid thing, we could still scare him from the police station, couldn't we? Oh, what, like hide the bones around in the desk? Is there a way we could, like, I don't know, move them about? <laughs> I guess if we had some string. I think if Mackenzie's willing to let us into the morgue, I think we go for it. We need all the help we can get, right? Yeah, sure, let's do that. Officer Mackenzie comes back in half an hour, as she promised. Have you made up your mind? Let's go to the morgue. Okay, I can let you into the morgue, but uh, before the mayoriff leaves for the evening, he'll check back in the cell, so I'll have to bring you back. But you you in, get in the morgue, you come up with whatever plan you need to, uh, and then I'll get you back in there for when you need to be in there, okay? Thanks. So, Officer Mackenzie sneaks you towards the morgue. Tyler and Jerry. You get to St. Camille's Church. Uh, there is, you know, some some lights on inside, so obviously someone's in there. Uh, what's, your, what's your game plan? Got a shawl on, you know, sort of walking <laughs> up into the church. Yeah. Sort of open the door, creak in, go and sort of sit on one of the pews. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, what about you? I'm Well, I'm hiding sort of behind a wall outside okay. and keeping low. Okay. Um, Jerry, there's, you know, no one in the main sort of church area but you can hear sort of hushed voices from one of the side um bits vestry what's a vestry well yeah. side yeah. part vestry all right church expert <laughs> secret christian tyler Floorquest. <laughs> um yeah you can hear sort of like muffled voices coming from one of the side rooms okay i'm still with my my sort of disguise my shawl i'm gonna, gonna shuffle over nearby grab a votive pretend to be sort of lighting the candle and praying um, as you get closer, you can catch a glimpse, you know, round in 
into the side room. Father Treacle sat there with a walkie-talkie, surrounded by police. It's obvious that he's been forced to contact you against his will. What did you do? None of them have noticed you yet. Um, do Tyler and I have a, an established signal for um, indicating trouble? A harmonica playing badger? <laughs> it might sound a little out of place. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to just quietly shuffle back out, close the doors, and I'm going to... Oh, is there some way, is there some way of locking the doors? I think, well, only, I mean, they can be barred from the inside, but you, only with the key can you lock them from the outside. Okay, uh, I'm not going to be able to find the key. Um, okay, I'll, I'll get out and, and find Tyler and explain the situation. Um, Tyler? There's police in there. It was a trap. And we're idiots. Oh, I knew uh, it was a conspiracy. Found out about a full-blown conspiracy. Um, <laughs> oh, and there was me thinking that Father Treacle wouldn't bow to the pressure of the police. Um, what are we going to do? Police are inside. We could try and lock them in, barricade them in or something. It might buy us some time. Oh, no. Uh, is it a bit extreme to burn the church? I was <laughs> <laughs> down the church. <laughs> Just set a little fire. <laughs> definitely gets you to hell. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure no one will get hurt. Just a little fire. <laughs> no, okay, maybe not. I love that he's covering all options, though. Whilst you're, whilst you're debating, <laughs> you hear raised voices from inside. <sighs> the plan failed, old man. You told me they'd come. I'm sorry. I, I thought it would work. Please don't hurt me again. <laughs> Let's just leave him to it. Let's just go. You've got a sodding gun. Let's go in and... Like, How many of them are there? Uh, three. There's three police officers guarding Father Treacle. Fine. Do you know what? Okay, I've got my gun then. Let's just go in. All guns blazing. Yeah. Jerry, did you bring the tranquilizer rifle with you? No. Don't be silly. <laughs> I thought this was a friendly little, you know. Okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in with the gun. I'm going to get their attention. I'm going to shoot a stained glass window. Okay, <laughs> and what? If, if the police have guns and shoot at you, Oh yeah. Um, well, no, okay. I'll shoot the wind. I'll shoot the window from the outside to lure them out at least. Okay. And then we go inside and bomb. And them then off. we can go inside. Yeah. Try and, and then you try and go in. Yeah. First. And then I'll I'll go in after. And <laughs> what will we have achieved? <laughs> we'll barricade ourselves into the chair. <laughs> okay. We'll find a way out from there. We can in an easily surroundable place. <laughs> Hang on. We know. Right. Okay. There's a walkie-talkie in there. We know we can communicate with Sean and uh, Sam. Yeah. There only needs to be, say, one person to carry out the plan, really, just mm. to unleash Pamela at the right time. Come on, just quickly grab some dribbleweed out of the out of the woods, and you know we've got a bit of a start, just in case when she wakes up. Um, but yeah, she's just behind the rusty keg. Okay, so we can we'll go in and get the radio, and we'll barricade yeah, ourselves yeah. in the church with the radio. Shoot wildly into the air. Yeah. To get the police out, and then we'll dash. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, go for it. So what, you're walking, are you going inside and shooting into the air? No, I'll shoot out. Bring, we need to lure them out. So I'm going to smash a window or whatever and shoot some stuff. Okay, you you fire into one of the stained glass windows and you hear a shout from inside the church. No, that was St. Francis the Great. <laughs> well... <laughs> We, uh, sacrifices need to be made in these times. Uh, um, two of the police officers come running out of the church. Test your flight, Tyler. Um, Jerry, where are you while this is happening? Uh, sort of hiding just around the corner from the door. Right? Okay, you're hiding around the corner. Test your flight, Tyler. Seven. Uh, Tyler, you start pegging it away and the two police officers uh, chase you into the night. Okay, change the plan. You go into the church and I will go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, where are you, where are you going to lead them? Um, okay, well, I'm going to head down past the library, through the town square, towards the statue in the park. Okay, Jerry, there's one copper still left in the church with Father Treacle. I'm going to risk it. I'm just going to I'm going to go in anyway, and I'm going to bar the door. Okay. Is the, is the policeman aware that I'm inside? No, but he obviously you now his buddies have run off. You know, he's 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 keeping his eye on the entrance to the little side room that he's in. I'm gonna hide behind a pew. I'm just gonna sort of, you know, man down, man down. Oh. And, 
as he runs out and see if I can trip him up. Okay, well, obviously, alarmed by the man down, the policeman comes running out. But can you test your... Let's go fight. Test your fight. Oh. Uh, okay, you you crop the policeman over, you trip him up, but he sort of, you know, lands in a roll and gets back on his feet. Fists raised. Think you can take me, old man? He swings He swings a punch at you. Uh kind of uh, duck out of the way and I'm yeah I'm just gonna fight back okay um test your fight again what what are you gonna do like what's your I'm going to see if I can punch him in the gut go for it five out of six you land a solid sucker punch into the gut he bends like ooh, he bends over and you see father treacle behind him with a candlestick and father treacle just twats the policeman over the head amazing bosh oh Jerry, I'm so glad you came. I was I was worried that you'd fall for the policeman's trap, but you have um, succeeded um, gloriously in uh, defeating them and rescuing me. Well, Bless you, my boy. Bless you. you. Already had me, but you know you saved the day with the candlestick. Um, now I'm I'm sorry that I played a part in in luring you here, but I do feel like I can make it up to you somehow. What's what's your overall plan? with this Russian chap. We're gonna spook him. Um, very superstitious, believes in fairy tales. We've got a number of plans to scare him out of Bluesburg. Well, in that case, Jerry, I've got just the thing for you. Allow me, do you remember a couple of years ago when we had that famous crying statue miracle? Uh, yes. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, Jerry, but the church just needed a new roof. Um, so I've got this fake crying Virgin Mary statue um, that you can have and uh, maybe that will contribute to the superstitious trickery on, on this Russian man. That's, that would be very helpful, Father. I, I bequeath this statue to you then, Jerry. Now, uh, with all due respect, get out of my church. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm gonna like it. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Jerry, I presume you're gonna go back to the rusty keg with your new find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get there, uh, Sean, have you managed to find any sandwiches? No, I'm getting hungry now. Never mind. It's making me grouchy. <laughs> Tyler, how's your run through the park going? Uh, I get a bit tired. Um, Can you test your flight one more time, please? Nine. Oh, well, as you, you know, you managed to lose the two police officers in the dark uh, and eventually they, they give up. Oh, you know, we're never going to catch him. Let's just go back to the church and see what's happening there. Um, so you are free to head back to the rusty keg and join right. your companions. Janice... You and Trent have been escorted to the morgue. Are you able to formulate a way to use the morgue in your Alexei Zakharov scaring plan? Well, could arrange some of the bones in one of the drawers such that they are a person and then set some kind of configuration with strings so that when the morgue door opens, one of the drawers slides open with these bones in it. Ooh, yeah, that could work, Janice. Trent excitedly pulls open the nearest locker door. Dude, there's a dude in here. It's Wesley Harper. Could we could we use him somehow? That seems very disrespectful. Oh, yeah, respectful. Do we care about that? I kind of do. Do you reckon you could fit in one of these? We could, we could like, hide inside and, like, bang on the inside when Alexei Zakharov comes past. That's a good, that's actually a good idea, Trent. Yeah. Are there any of those kind of shroud thingies hanging around? Because we should probably put them over our clothes. So it looks like we've been there for a while. At this moment, Mackenzie sticks her head through the door. I can get you some shrouds for Thursday if you like, but I'm going to have to take you back to your cell now. Thanks, Officer Mackenzie. She, she uh, escorts you back to your cell. So, guys, you may be split up. But you know, you know, you're glancing out, you're glancing out the windows of your respective hiding places and you're looking at the same full moon in the sky and you know that you're each seeing the same sight and a flicker of hope. The plan can still go ahead, guys. You've just got to hunker down till Thursday evening when Alexei Zakharov arrives in Bluesburg. To be continued.